You are listening to a sermon preached at the First Christian Church of St. Ignatius in St. Ignatius, Montana. For more information, you can visit us at www.firstchristiansti.org. Matthew 13, verse 24. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered. Because while you are pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in a bundle to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it in to my barn. He went on, he said, he told them another parable. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Now here in just a minute, I'm going to read verses 36 through 43. But I'm going to stop for a second. I'm going to back up to what I read there, the second two parables that I read. You see, I don't, I don't need to explain the first. Jesus is going to do that in just a minute. And, well, there's nothing I could add to that that would be worth anything. So, when he's talking in his second parable, he tells them the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Now, has anybody ever seen a mustard seed? And I know this has been talked about before. It comes up a lot, right? They're so, so small. Tiny, even, is a good word for them, right? Minuscule. He says, but that seed, that seed explodes. He doesn't use those words. I'm using those words. That seed explodes. It grows huge to the point where birds nest, roost in its branches. Amazingly big. He's talking about the seeds that he plants. He's talking about what he does in our lives. He goes on, he talks about the woman taking just a little bit of yeast and working it into a large amount of flour. What, is, what does yeast do? It makes things 
grow, right? It makes things expand. It, it rises. The idea is this. We're not supposed to take what he gives us. I, I just talked about this with my Sunday school class. Well, actually, I stopped myself short so they didn't have to hear it twice. Yeah. We're not supposed to take what he gives us and contain it within ourselves. That's not what it's meant for. We're not supposed to take these scriptures that we read here on Sunday morning, the time that we spend here on Sunday morning, and look only with inside these walls. It is to grow, it is to rise, it is to expand, it is to branch out, it is to be massive. Because this wonderful group of people that I'm looking out on right now, this body of Christ is but a small part of the body of Christ. Very, very small in fact. And our job as that small body of Christ is to grow and expand, to reach others, to have our fruit. He doesn't talk about that here, but he does talk about plants, so it's implied. Our fruit is to go and bear new plants. It's to drop new seeds, as small as they may be, to others. You see, us getting it right in here is good, and that's what He calls us to do. But us spreading this to those that don't have it, well, that's far more important. At the end of those parables, it says that He spoke in parables to fulfill prophecy. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. You know, when we read it, we have to look into it. We have to dive into it. We have to think about it. We have to pray about it. We have to look for His discernment on what those parables mean. That's not an accident. Some things that are written in here are black and white. Rick used one this morning as he spoke. Thou shalt not steal. The sentence he followed with was, not much wiggle room there is there. Jesus, when he spoke, spoke in parables. Why? Because he wants us to seek him for the answers. He wants us to look to him to explain it to us, to work in our hearts and our minds for it to be clear to us. That becomes ever more evident in what I'm about to read now and what happened after he got done speaking to the crowd. This is verse 36 and following. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parables of the weeds in the field. They didn't talk amongst themselves. They went to the source. Explain to us what you meant, Jesus. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. 
And the good seed stands for the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out His angels, and they will weed out of His kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. He who has ears, let him here, not a whole lot of wiggle room there. You will know God and live for Him and bear His fruit and be collected as such, or you will not. Not a whole lot of wiggle room there. Not a whole lot else to be said. I said this was going to be a short sermon this morning. I don't want in any way my opinions to change what God's Word says. Each one of us has been given a gift. We celebrated that gift when we came around this table earlier. A sacrifice of Christ Jesus to bring us into reconciliation with the Father. That has been done for each one of us. Each one of us has to make a choice to accept that. To confess that right now we stand outside of Him. We, we fall in with the weeds if we haven't given our lives to Him. We have to make that confession. We have to be baptized into Christ. Really receive the Holy Spirit and live a life bearing fruit according to what His Word commands and teaches us. The minute we stray from that, the minute it becomes about our fruit and what we bear from ourselves, we are no longer His seed. If you have not made that decision in your life, to put Christ first, to accept His gift. Now's an opportunity to do that. I would not waste it. I would not let a moment pass by because none of us know how long we truly have or how soon He will send the harvesters. If you have made that decision in your life, I would ask you to examine yourself. 
and make sure that the fruit that you are bearing is his and not yours.